All right, everybody, welcome back to the End Times Podcast with your host, Kyle, here. I've got a great, great episode for you guys today. If I sound a little bit different, I lost my adapter for my computer to my um, to my mic. So if I sound like weird, it, that's why. Um, I might sound the same. I'm not really sure. I've, I've only used a mic for each podcast, so um, I'm not really sure how different I sound. But today is going to be a great great episode um, to catch up on from the last time we've talked. Um, nothing much has really changed. The Lord has blessed me in different ways since then. Um, and just one of them being, um, you know, giving, he's, he's giving me new opportunities to be surrounded by more um, Christian-like people and more God-like people. And I really thank him for that. Um, but yeah, today's episode is going to be great. It's going to be more of a sermon than it is an actual here's what's happening in the world today. Um, I am going to have, I do have one um, headline for you guys that I thought was very, very interesting and very, very cool. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to go ahead and roll the anchor ad here and uh, yeah, let's get this podcast rolling. All right. So the headline that I have for you guys today just came out, I believe yesterday, yesterday, I saw that and I thought it was really, really cool. So here's the headline. It says, Rabbi in Israel claims he is already holding meetings with the awaited Messiah. So those of y'all that don't know, um, the reason why we have Jews today is because these Jews are the same Jews that there were back 2000 years ago in Jesus's day. These Jews were, um, so they had Jews before Jesus and then those Jews became Christians, and then you just still had the same Jews that crucified Jesus. So these Jews that crucified Jesus to this day are still waiting for their Messiah. Um, and in the end result, this Messiah will end up being the Antichrist um, in the seven-year tribulation. So the article reads this, a recent interview on Israeli radio featured prominent rabbis explaining that the Messiah is just about to re- reveal himself. Rabbi Yaakov Zivolis told religious broadcaster Radio 2000 that Rabbi Chaim Kenevesky, who passed away earlier this year, has told him that Kenevesky was already in direct contact with the Messiah. To understand why religious Jews are taking this seriously, it is important to know that the Rabbi Cham Kenevesky was considered one of the two or top three rabbis of the ultra-Orthodox Jewish community in Israel. And Rabbi Zeholoth, we're just going to call him Z, um, says that Kenevesky and others of mystical concealed rabbis has asked him with informing the public of the the Messiah's imminent arrival. Okay, so where am I going with this here? We are progressively getting closer and closer to to the return of Christ, and if if this if this is true, and from what it says, it says that um they're that they're saying that the Messiah, this Messiah, quote unquote, is about to reveal himself. We need to be raptured before that happens. So how close are we really to the rapture of the church here? Um, the article goes on to say um, Rabbi Z began his explosive three-hour interview with a warning. The process of redemption is about to start happening very quickly, 
and at a fast pace. It is more important that people remain calm and steady to act properly in the right time. There is a potential Messiah in every generation, and there are righteous men who are all who know precisely who it is. This, of course, true in this. This is, of course, true in this generation. And then he got. On, he went on to quote this. Getting the word out now that the Messiah is closer than ever is a matter of life and death. Have you heard of Gog and Magog? That is what is going to happen very soon. Right now, the situation is very explosive, more than you can possibly imagine. Everyone needs to know whether they are going, whether they are going on the inside or if they are going to be left out. End quote. He went on to reiterate a number of signs of which prominent rabbis have taken note and that they firmly believe to be evidence of the coming Messiah. Quote, Rabbi Dove Cook, as everyone knows, is a very righteous man. He, kn- he is one of the greatest men of our generation. Ten years ago, when Israel was suffering from a horrible drought, someone asked Rabbi Cook when the Sea of Galilee will be full again. This is what he said, quote, Rabbi Cook responded that he that when the Messiah that when the Messiah arrives the Sea of Galilee will be full in a few weeks the Sea of Galilee will be full for the first time since Rabbi Cook made this statement. An, another quote says this another righteous rabbi said according to the current situation in heaven there will, there will not be Israeli elections rather there will be a war if the elections do take place it's pointless since it will end like other elections. No government will come out of it. Now, I go on to say this and prove, and I start my sermon, I'm starting this my sermon off this way for a reason. And the reason why is because if the Messiah that they are looking for is so imminent, that means the Messiah we've been waiting for is coming very, very soon. Um, so my question for everyone listening is this, are you living your life in accordance with Christ? It's a very important question. It's something God has really put on my heart. Um, just constantly reminding me, am I living my life according to Christ? Um, if we, if y'all turn, if y'all have those Bibles, if you have those phones, what have you, I prefer you have a Bible, a physical copy, but if you don't, you can turn your phones to, um, revelation three chapter 14 um this is jesus speaking to the church of the of laodicea and it says this to the angel of the church in laodicea write these are the words of amen these are the these are the words of the amen the faithful and the true witness of the ruler of god's creation i know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot i wish you were either one or the other so because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold and refined in the fire so you can become rich in white and white clothes to wear so that you, you can cover your shame, nakedness, and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love, I recubute and discipline. So be earnest and repent. 
Here I am. I stand at the door. My voice, and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him. And he asked, and he asked with me, to him who overcomes, I give him right to sit with me and on my throne, just as I overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the church has to say. This is straight out of the words of Jesus, straight out of his mouth. These words are in red. They're important. Um, I've got one question for you. If Jesus is knocking on your door, are you letting him in? Are you letting him sit with you and, and, and letting him eat with you? Or are you, are you just leaving him out there and you're leaving him to, to, to just sit out in the cold night? It's starting to get cold here where I live. I don't think I'd, I'd want to sit outside in the cold for, for very long. Um, I would like to go inside and have a meal, you know? I think Jesus would love to sit down with his, with his disciples and, and eat with his disciples. But because these people are neither hot nor cold, they're not on fire for the Lord, they're, and, and, and they're, just, they're, they're not cold. Like, they're, like they believe in Jesus. They believe in the resurrection. They believe in, they, they believe in the death, burial, resurrection. Um, but they just they're living their life according to themselves and not their lives according to Christ. Okay. So I go on here to say this, like, are you really living a life that is Jesus filled and spirit led mission driven? What do I mean by that? Are you feeling on mission every day? If somebody comes up to you and knows you're a Christian and they ask you, hey, what is the gospel? I, I want to know what the gospel is. Are you prepared to tell them that? Or are you like, uh, well, it's uh, uh, uh. no, like you, you, you've got to have a, a steady, you've got to be on fire. You got to be willing to do that. And not just that. Don't let people seek you, seek people. Um, that's just our mission here on earth as Christians. Our mission on earth is to get people saved. It's getting people to know a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Okay. Because you can be, you can be, um, you could be, you can say you're a Christian. You're like, oh yeah, I go to church every Sunday, but are you living the life? I heard a sermon this, this past Saturday. I was, I was at a, I was at a retreat um, and we, we, we went out and, this guy came and he's in charge of, of, of certain things, certain aspects in the, in the Christian world. And he asked us, he said, are you, are you, are you walking the walk? or Are you talking the talk? Cause it's easy to talk the talk, but it's not easy to walk the walk. And it really got me sitting there thinking, and I think this is really what put it, put this sermon on my heart was, okay, am I just talking the talk or, or am I living my life for Christ? Am I, am I, am I doing the things that, that God wants me to do. Um, and I, and I, I'm, I'm going to ask you all to flip over to Matthew here and go over to Matthew. I want to say it's Matthew 4. Sorry, it's Matthew 5, verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but the salt loses its saltiness. How can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on the hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light 
a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your line, your light shine before man that they, that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. This is how we're supposed to live. This is, we're supposed to be the light of the world. We're supposed to be the salt of the earth. We're supposed to be that light on the hill so people can realize, are you joyful? And people realize that you're a joyful person. See, I didn't really know. Nobody really knows the true mesh definition of joy until they come to Christ. I, I mean, that's, I feel like that's why you get so many bitter people. Um, that are not Christian. There are some bitter Christians, and that's when you have to ask them, are they diving into the word? Are they talking to God? Are they surrounding themselves around people that are positive and that love God and they love to just be around other people? Or are they sitting alone, not engaging, not doing the things that they need to do as Christians that God expects of us to do? God has an expectation of all of us, and that is to live in his word, to live for Christ, and that is to share Christ, share his word. Um, and another thing that I really think that's also been on my mind a lot recently is I've been all, I've been just convicted recently of picking up my cross. Am I picking up my cross every day? Um, and if I'm not, am I thanking God every morning for another day on earth? Because um, there's it, it's so easy for him just to be like, all right, you're done, middle of the night, taken up to heaven. Or, all right, you're in a car accident. I mean, there's so many things that can happen, but are you thanking God for that every morning? Are you picking up your cross? Are you putting on the full armor of God and saying, hey, I'm going to attack today and not, the, not let the day attack me? It's very easy to let the day attack you because there's so many temptations in the world. And I didn't learn that till I got to college. When you're away from home and you're not around a lot of people, there's a lot of temptations when you're alone, when you're, when, you know, when you're away from the people that wanted all these good things for you. I mean, now you're surrounded by um, all your friends and all the people you meet here and all this other stuff. And you're surrounded by temptation. You're surrounded by um, so many situations you can be put in that are not exactly good for you. Um, so my, my recommendation for if you're going through something like this and you're going through times where you feel like you're being tempted a lot, and you feel like spiritual warfare is on your mind at all times, and you're constantly just getting attacked and attacked and attacked, pick up your cross daily. Remind yourself that God gave you another day for a reason. Remember your calling. Everybody has a calling. doesn't matter if your calling is singing, if your calling is preaching, if your calling is being able to talk to people about problems, if your calling is drawing, if your calling is, I don't know, being a salesman. It doesn't really matter. You have a calling for something God's given you an intellect in that field of a calling for a reason. There's no, there's no, there's nothing in the, on this earth that God has blessed you with that is not a calling from God. Use that. Take advantage of it to spread the gospel. Now, if we move over to Revelation uh, chapter 3, verse 7, um, this is Jesus' letter to um, the church of Philadelphia. Um, what does the word Philadelphia mean? Um, well, Philadelphia is most probably known for um, brotherly love. Um, down here in my footnotes here, it says the word Philadelphia means brotherly love. Um, a lesser city, um, Philadelphia was a lesser city um, than the others addressed. It was located about 38 miles southeast of Sardius. 
and it was the chief deity. Um, its chief deity was uh, Dionysus, um, the god of wine, the king of David, um, which is very interesting, which means this they're coming from a wealthy city. But um, where does wealth get you? Wealth gets you to be wicked, um, depending on how you use it. And this is what's interesting about the Church of Philadelphia, because the Church of Philadelphia is the church that we all want to be striving for. It says this. These are the words of him who is holy and true, hold, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength. Yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but liars, I will make him I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that you have loved that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world, to the test those who live on earth i am coming soon i just got the chills um hold on to what you have so that no one can take your crown help him overcome help who overcomes i will take a pillar on the temple of my god never again will he leave it i will write on him the name of my god and my name of the new city of my god the new jerusalem which is coming down from heaven from my god and I will also write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches. Now, the Church of Philadelphia during this time was being heavily, heavily, heavily persecuted by the Roman Empire. Um, the Romans were martyring them. The, the Romans were arresting them, beating them, doing all these things to these Christians. Um, and it says, because you have endured to the end, because you have not denied my name, I will save you through the hour of trial and tribulation. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Jesus said this because this is one the one church out of all these lists of churches that suffered, that were persecuted, that were getting killed for their faith, that did not deny him and did not disregard his name, and that were living and picking up their cross daily and facing the trials and tribulations. And I think I've said this before on my podcast. Um, when you become a Christian, you automatically have a target on your back for spiritual warfare. I don't know if I've said that before. I know I've said it once before in my lifetime, but you get this big X on your back for spiritual warfare to to, to attack you and to... Um, and to just be a huge part of your life. And the main thing to counter spiritual warfare is prayer. But most importantly, diving into the word, putting on the full armor of God and really experiencing what Jesus has for you in your life and just letting God take everything else and conquering it for you. Um, and I remember I was at Bible study this past week, um, Tuesday, in fact, yesterday, and we were talking about um, prayer and 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 just and just really sitting down and talking about 
how important it is to pray and what what it what it's like to pray and we we got onto the topic of fasting and i know um the the leader of that bible study was saying that you know when he was when he prays you know he's he's not always praying like he should be um we read we read the passage of the lord's prayer and he said i don't pray like that sometimes i mean there's sometimes there's 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 times where i'm just like god please let me pass the test um those are not things that we need to be praying for yes it's important in our in our human lives as our responsibility to to pass these tests to 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 do good on this on a job interview or or or, or to or to do certain things but god knows what you're going to say before you say it um the main thing of prayer is really sitting down and just one-on-one with God. And rep- it, 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 one main reason for prayer is for repentance and acknowledging one that you've done wrong. Another way or another reason why we pray is to give God thanks. We, 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 we thank God because we give he gives us another day. He gave us our life. He gave us all these things that we have. Um, so that's the importance of prayer. Um, and then we started talking about fasting. And the really cool thing about fasting is if you sit down while you're fasting, you haven't eaten for a while, and you just sit down and you start reading the word, it starts filling you up. It really does. It because he I was I was talking to 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 the the leader of the Bible study. He said, I remember fasting, and I was only fasting for a day, and I sat down for I sat down for what would have been dinner time, and I just started reading. And he said, I remember I was hungry before, but when I got done, um I was full. It was like, it was like, I, I just ate a full meal. It was really cool. Um, and if you, it's a great way for God to speak with you. It really opens your mind. If you just sit down and you fast, you know, it doesn't even have to be a whole week. It could be a whole day. You just sit down and, and, and you're hungry and, and you just sit down and you start reading and you start praying, you talking to God, God gives you this intellect and he gives you this, this knowledge that you would not obtain, um, any other way. So, yeah, guys, it was a short sermon for today, um, but it, it was just something that was really put on my heart. And I think the main reason why it was put on my heart, because maybe I'm not living um, according according to God all the time. Like, I, I mean, nobody's perfect, you know. I, it's just there's some things in life that I just fall into, you know. Like, everybody has their struggles. They have their sin struggles. They have they have their they have their distractions from what is right and i think what starts the battle and what starts your day needs to be picking up your cross and realizing that god put you on this earth for a reason so don't let anything distract you from what he has put you on this earth for um and another reason is just really thanking God for the life he's given you. And, and, and it's, it, your day should start like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to start doing that. Um, just waking up in the morning, just thanking God for another day, because I just feel like I don't do that enough. And I, and I feel like that's just a good way to start, start the day. And I feel like that's going to, that's going to make me a little bit more joyful, um, than usual like starting your day off with prayer is great and then eventually i hope it rolls over to just starting my day off with the word um 
But yeah, guys, I'm going to go ahead and stop this segment here, roll on to the closing segment, and then we'll, we'll end the podcast. All right, everybody. So to close off this podcast, I like to just do it the same way I always do. And just to thank y'all so much for listening. Um, I really hope this has reached somebody that really needed to hear it. Um, personally, I just think all the congregation, all the church needs to hear this sermon. I just think it's very important. Um, even though, like, even if you feel like you're on fire for the Lord and you're picking up your cross daily and you're doing all these things, I just feel like it's good for others to hear it, even though you're on that mark and you're doing that. Um, I just feel like those people need to hear it too. Cause you never know. I mean, like I said, nobody's perfect. There might be one day that, you know, that person forgets to do it. And then all of a sudden they found this podcast and they're like, I forgot to do that this morning. So yeah, I feel like that's one good reason. Um, I made this, um, I just also made this for maybe new believers. What do I do to make sure that I'm on the right track with God and that I'm doing the right things. I'm living my life in accordance to God. Um, so that's another reason why I made this podcast. Um, but I also hope it, it reached somebody that's not a believer. Um, and I hope this podcast has got your ear a little bit itching on how to become a believer. And if you don't know how to be- become a believer, this is how you become a believer. One, you, you, give, your li- you give your life to Christ. And, and it looks like this. You close your eyes, you bow your head, and you pray, and you say this prayer. Lord, I'm broken, and I'm lost, and I haven't found you. And I think you brought me to this podcast for a reason. And that you let me start asking questions for a reason. And I just completely surrender my life to you. And I ask you to enter my heart. And I just repent all the sins that I've committed, Lord. Transform me into a new person. Transform me into a new soul. And allow me to keep my eyes toward you. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, God bless you. I really hope that you 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 get other people along the board because this train's about to 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 leave the station friend and we want y'all to come with us um because the rapture is going to happen soon um if you if you don't remember the segment that we started with talking about that rabbi that that is meeting with the with the new messiah the 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 up and coming messiah saying that he's about to reveal himself it we're getting close friends and i i I ask that y'all just do as much as you can Send this podcast to people that you really, really think need to listen to this. And, and for me, it's not about money. I'm not get, I, I, there's mo- you can get money from Anchor, but it, it, it's not about the money for me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm leaving the money inside the, the, the app. I, I, I'm not pulling it, not putting it in my bank account. I, I could care less about the money. It's all about getting you all closer to God, um, getting new people to God, and reaching, um, reaching other people um, around the world that just need to seek him. And so uh, with that being said, thank you all so much for for listening. Um, please, please, please send this to people that you really, really feel like need to need to see it because um, one, it just will it'll change their life tremendously. And two, um, it might spark a conversation with, with you and them and they might start asking you questions because y'all can reach people that I can't. So um, like I said, please do it. And if you guys pray that, pl- that prayer, uh, God bless you. And I'll see you guys next time.